You're listening to the Jim Mint Podcast by GFNF. Your weekly breakdown of sports cards, hobby news, and everything in between. And everything in between. Here's your hosts, Jake and Nico. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Gem Mint by GFNF, the James Bond episode, 007. I kind of oh, stole yeah. that from Jake before we started recording, but I thought it was really cool. That's so, okay, I'm doing the pose over here. So. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Jake, man? How's your uh, how's your week going? Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. It's nice to be back for another episode. It's rocking and rolling. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty exciting week here. Um, I'm... Yeah, I know. It's... Uh, How's the uh, how's the weather out in Chicago? Jersey's pretty we a, nice. We had a warm up day today, but it it was cold and rainy, freezing rain a couple of days prior. But not bad now. But what's like what is warm for Chicago? Like forty five. Yeah, yeah, mid forties, upper forties. I mean, I'm shorts and a t shirt when it's above forty here. It's, are the Crocs in two wheel drive or four wheel drive? Always two wheel. Oh man, putting four wheels if we're getting into some nasty snow. Yeah, some snow. I feel you. Okay. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey. It was actually pretty like decently warm this week. It was, it was like cold, but it was sunny. So it was, it was pretty nice out. Um, it was like 70 degrees like a week ago. It was like the most obscene weather, like in the middle of February I've ever seen. I've been telling myself, lying to myself. As soon as it gets close to 50 degrees, I'll finally take the Christmas lights down, but it'll probably be down by summer. You still have Christmas lights up? uh no oh my god okay go no. <laughs> all right we'll switch topics here um we'll go we'll go uh right into to the retail rundown here uh we saw target this week so we, we didn't see anything last week had the anticipated drop it was uh surprisingly small um in the grand scheme of yeah. things uh three products was it um uh yeah maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe three Maybe three. Uh, it was Mosaic NBA Mega Boxes, uh, and then we had uh, and NFL Cellos for Mosaic and Hanger Boxes. And, right, which uh, they changed the Cellos from quantity twelve down to three. Yeah, so they went they went from, which makes you wonder because if you recall last week we talked about how they canceled orders because they oversold. Right, and then a week later, they miraculously have a ton more. So, makes you kind of think that they probably had a little technical blunder with allowing 12 um, they're still on the website if i'm not mistaken aren't they uh they eventually sold out i think they've just been kind of like you know trickling in here and there. probably just canceled orders yeah i don't think anything major but uh i think everyone was kind of focused more on the hanger boxes um that's which, a big one yeah i mean we saw the group do like do really really well with those um i know between you and i i think it probably cleared at least like five or six hundred. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. So yeah, pretty pretty awesome there. Um, I'm supposed to lots of members. Yeah. It it looks like it did look like Target did change something on their end. Um, it was almost a little bit of a scare. Uh, you know, most people are using KSR for for Target, and the cellos drop and nothing happened. Everyone's like, oh my god, nothing's you know, no nothing's moving. Like people are freaking out, but. Um, yeah, luckily, luckily we were able to kind of switch gears and, and make some changes there to, uh, you know, get, get some tasks to push through. So that was nice to see. Um, 
in store wise. Uh, Mosaic blasters are in Walmart. They also have had hangers. I've seen. I don't. Not all the stores. I think some vendors probably put them out early. Um, as well as a Formula One blasters, which are doing really, really well. I don't know. I've been following some of the single sales from Formula One, mm-hmm. and the those foil parallels, which I think are only in blaster boxes, honestly seem to be doing the best. Yeah. Um, how are the uh, How are the relics doing? Oh, you know what? There, that's that's hobby, isn't it? That's only hobby, but. The, so the foils, I think, I could have sworn those were supposed to be hobby exclusive, and then they, you know, found their way into the blasters. And I, I know Hamilton, you know, foil was doing like 150 bucks. I, I looked last night, and there was a sale, uh, which is pretty good for a 20 dollar box. Um, I, yeah, I don't think you're hitting anything. You know, well, maybe you will seven X in, you know, a hobby box. Um, but yeah, so that's nice to see. And then we we did recently just see Target. You know, we target with the in-store, they, you know, more so focus on football, basketball, uh, pulling that stuff out of the store. The UFC and, you know, racing and baseball has, has kind of always made it in uh, through all this. So we did see Formula One is showing up in-store in Target. So be sure to check your stores um, near you either this week or, or next week for, you know, possibility that those are uh, those are just sitting there. They're probably oh. not sitting there, but maybe you get lucky. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but I think the biggest drop of the week, um, which, you know, shout out to Momolas for, for getting that right up together real quick. And I'll, I'll let you touch on this one just because I, I was not around to run it, unfortunately, was the UEFA Pearl. Um, so if you, you want to touch on that a little bit. Yeah, so Tops UK Twitter uh, posted a status in the morning on Monday that was coming soon and usually when they post coming soon it usually means probably the next day and when they post coming very soon it means that day but um they posted coming soon it was a picture of the tops uh, uefa pearl box uh came with a it comes with a guaranteed auto and a parallel kind of similar to the deco and the gold um and about an hour hour and a half later we had a shock drop on tops uk um and we had a lot of people able to uh get up and fire up tasks if they if they were running ksr and, and hit and we had a lot of people hit manually too um a little bit of a little bit of a more shocking drop for uk than we were expecting we were hoping to see maybe a day to get ready but it seems like a ton of members hit yeah i'm just uh i'm looking at prices right now and i mean what did it come to shipped was it like 145 145 yeah. I mean, sales are like pretty steady at four hundred. Um, that's Two and a half I mean, back. yeah, yep. that's Can't that's pretty good. That. And I see a lot of people comparing this to um, to Inception. They kind of, the cards kind of look like Inception. So, uh, and those hit. I think I want to say seven eight hundred a box. Um, yeah, we haven't gone wrong with a with a Topps UEFA online exclusive drop yet. Yeah, it's kind of, it's really hard to miss with those. Like you just kind of buy it, and their prices. I mean, shout out to them, really. Their prices are, are really, really, really priced well um, yeah. with, with soccer. Comparatively. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if, like, they just haven't caught on to the resale market there or, like, what it is. But, like, for what they've done to baseball in the U.S. Um, with prices, I'm shocked that we haven't seen something similar with with the soccer stuff. But shout out to shout out to our mates over there. Uh, for, for keeping the prices low. Um, it's the pond. Yeah. 
Um, I do, I do want to touch back on one thing with, with target and, um, I guess maybe it's not target exclusive, more of like a panini thing, but we've seen more and more people hitting what we thought were hobby exclusive parallels in retail products. Um, first we saw it with mosaic football. I, you know, a couple people that hit stained glass, um, the honeycombs, in cellos blasters and then yeah and then mosaic nba in the target magazine we got people hitting peacocks which are from you which is like a choice which is expensive box it's like a 600 hundred dollar box it has like seven cards and people are hitting those in in 50 megas so i wanted to get your thoughts on that do you think that was intentional do you think they you know uh I don't think it was intended. The peacock thing. There's, I mean, that if people knew there was peacocks in in the megas, it would almost negate buying the choice boxes. So, I believe if if it's true, and we haven't a hundred percent verified that that's the case, right? I mean, we've seen pictures and people post about it, but I don't think we've had any members pull a peacock out of a mega yet. Uh no, I think I think we had one person. That pulled one. Okay, yeah. then I would say I would say definitely it's a mistake. It's got to be. I mean, that's tank, that that's the chase of the choice two, box. Two products though, with football and basketball. That's the only reason I I feel like it's not a mistake. You think they're starting? I mean, they they might be trying to sneak some hobby parallels into retail. That would be great. Maybe we'll see a maybe we'll see super fractors come out of Bowman blasters this year. Oh God! I mean, maybe they you know are toying with the idea of doing it and you know some's kind of slipped through um i kind of hope they don't keep doing that i i like exclusives based on product um i think that helps especially when you get a cool one like we've seen with with the light products with the ray waves um that kind of stuff i I really think that helps push product out more it kind of builds um a bigger market for it so i i hope they don't i mean the peacock has just been like one of those like pretty sought after parallels for mosaic. So to to know like you can get that in a fifty dollar box is you know cool for most people, but it does you know kind of lose some of that lure of of wanting to rip open choice boxes and um you know chase chase those big cards. So I, I well, guess we'll, we'll see what the next mean, tops tops has got a lot going on. So it's it's it, it wouldn't surprise me if it, something slipped by, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they did it on purpose. Well, it's Panini. Tops yeah, but I'm saying to, to, Tops is known to have oh, mistakes wow, gotcha. in their products as well. So it oh, well, that's they expected. both are behind. I mean, they they're behind on production, right? We still have who knows when the next football product after Mosaic's coming out. They're definitely behind in production, so they're probably yeah. scrambling. It's definitely possible to mistake, but you know who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It's I guess we'll just get to keep an eye on on the next products that are coming out. Um, some megas and open them up see if we can pull one yeah uh so also this past weekend um tops had their their industry conference and there was a bunch of new stuff uh announced i think probably the i mean for us at least biggest one uh there was bowman university which mm-hmm. is pretty cool uh yeah. so, like first bowman bryce young cards cards um, too i mean yeah well it's the 2022 bowman design um which i absolutely love i know we touched on it last week um and then chrome cosmic is that the basketball no that's that's uh that's football as well that the, the, they're all going to do it for basketball but 
Um, it'll be the Topps Chrome Football Cosmic and Topps Chrome Basketball Cosmic. Um, don't know what those look like yet. We haven't seen them, but the, I'm assuming they'll be pretty cool and they'll have similar parallels to the to the mainline Chrome products. Yeah, I mean the picture of this uh, of the Bryce Young card we have here. I mean the, the parallel looks just like the lava. From, from Bowman this year, so. First Bowman logo on it. Yep. Man, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, for unlicensed, for an unlicensed card, I think it'll do pretty well. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to tell that it's unlicensed, really. Right. I mean, they're just, I, I mean, if this doesn't solidify that they're going to kick Panini to the curb, to me at least, yeah. I don't know what does, because they want to see that they have the potential to, design produce football basketball and see how it sells and you know and then if they could slap the you know the, the branding on it there's no reason that they need they need panini and i think it would be cool to have one design maybe it would get a little stale i don't know but like with bowman you have yeah. design across all the sports i feel like that's pretty cool um pretty funny you know Obviously, as we mentioned, the industry conference is going on, and they mentioned that they have 13 products from 2021 that are all delayed due to uh, what they're calling the supply chain crisis. That's what they're saying is the reason, um, yet they're expanding their product catalog. So it's kind of interesting, but I love seeing the new products. Obviously, you know, bringing back Bowman Chrome football and, and, and basketball and stuff is super cool, And but um as far as right now and you know how we both know is is how much it changes you know they have stuff slated from 2021 into like may and june still which one of the things we were talking about the other day was the tops chrome platinum anniversary oh, yeah. <laughs> that's to come out uh September. Model 52 tops and yeah. that's that's got a release date of like late april early may yeah, that, that was late September was the original With 2021 date. rookies on it, which is wild. Yeah, that's crazy to me. But, I mean, at the same time, like, you can't expect them to just stop. Like, like PSA just stopped, you know. And then now they're back open. They're expanding. Tops is too big, especially with Fanatics at the forefront now. They're just going to keep growing as, as, you know, as time goes on. So, I understand why. they Yeah, they have some catch-up to do. But I think they'll get caught up and, and they'll figure out those logistical issues and supply chain issues and stuff. So, um, yeah, so shout out to them for some for some awesome new products. Um, Jackie Robinson, a ticket. This is pretty cool. A ticket stub from his debut in, in 1947 sold for four hundred eighty thousand. Yeah, it was the same guy uh, that bought the Jordan debut ticket um, in 1984. Yeah, for yeah, so is that? I mean, that's got to be one of the only ticket stubs, probably. So, out there, the, right? so the Jordan, the Jordan he bought at the beginning of the auction set the record, and then he broke his own record a couple hours later and bought the Jackie Robinson. That's crazy. So that guy spent some money. Is there? Sure. Is he, was he graded? Uh, yeah, yeah. PSA, both. Is there any other? Um, authenticated. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, are there any other Robinson tickets authenticated or graded from from his debut? I, Man, that I don't know. I would assume maybe. I mean, I guess. Um, I don't know any that have surfaced. Yeah. Definitely not going to find them on eBay. I feel like back then, it, people were probably more up to hold that kind of stuff. I, I don't know why, but 
Um, was, I mean, I'm like Michael Jordan, who was pretty hyped coming into the league out of North Carolina. Yeah. Jackie Robinson was not a lot of people were a fan of Jackie Robinson's when he came into the league, obviously sure. with the, they were separating from the original Negro leagues into the MLB or, you know, uh, major leagues at that point. And he was not warmly recepted. Um, but I don't know. There could be people might've saved some tickets. Yeah, I'm sure more will eventually surface, but th- that's a really cool, uh, really cool piece of history to own. Um, the, t- the ticket market in general, I think, is is definitely growing. I've seen a lot of assigned Brady, you know, last Patriots game, um, you know, other, other tickets like that for yeah. for you know doing decent decent numbers. And uh, I guess these days, it's I feel like most tickets are digital, so it's hard to get that physical ticket. Uh, you know, to get graded. So a lot of people go through some, some hoops to, to do it that way. But uh, have you ever held one of the slabs with a ticket in it? Uh, yeah. 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 They're a little bit different than your normal card slab. They're obviously they're longer, a little bit skinnier, but they're a little bit thicker. Yeah. Yeah. They got a nice feeling to them. I don't know how long did they, when they shut down, did they shut down ticket grading? I don't know a ton of people I, that were sending mass amounts of tickets in, but. No, I don't think so because I'm pretty sure you could send that to their to the new I think the New Jersey office that they have, because um, there there is a, a Jersey location that does like autographs and um, I believe tickets. I, I'm pretty sure you could always still get tickets graded. I think it was just cards. Um, yeah, uh, as long as long as the slabs don't look as bad as like the Beckett booklets, so it's like. A, a damn iPad with like the car just like smack in the center. Those things are like the most ridiculous. Yeah, I'll tell you some slabs. I mean, this might get me. People might disagree with this. I doubt it though. Have you? Did you see the HGA horizontal slabs? Oh yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Not for me. Definitely. I mean, you could argue not for anyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not man, those are brutal looking. Yeah. So, I mean, some people like it, dude. Some people are just like in it to. I, like I saw. Okay, this. I thought this was pretty cool. I, I don't remember where I saw it. It might have been Instagram or Twitter or something. Um, I guess his son is a is a big Jordan fan, so he had him write Jordan Alvarez, and he sent in a picture of it to HGA and like was like, "Oh, can you put this as as like his name on the slab?" Um, and they put like his kids' writing on it, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like, uh, but I mean, that's what they're kind of known for. Like, it's like gimmicky, which is kind of why people don't take it serious, but. Um, I think that's where they catch a lot of their crap from is that that is how it's viewed as gimmicky, even though that's not how they market themselves. Yeah. Their owner also has gotten into like Twitter fights with people, but that's, that's another story. (laughs) Yeah. That's another story. Um, Yes. Let's, uh, let's switch sports here a little bit. John Morant. I think he's got to be the MVP favorite right now, right? Oh, for sure. Like definitely. I do. Absolutely balling right now. Yeah, seeing him go off like this it makes you think back to the, you know, 2019, 20 products that came out at the really start of this boom in, in early 2020. And um, at that time, Ja was kind of an afterthought, right, to Zion. Yeah. And, you know, but I remember people were rushing out right when this boom was to try to clear any remaining prism that was on the shelf. And then it was just a snowball from there when Mosaic Basketball came out. It's wild to think, you know, these products that we're seeing on Target this this week and stuff is is really the next year's product, even though it's about a year and a half after they came out. 
it's still the following year's product and it's doing nowhere near, you know, obviously basketball is corrected downward quite a bit. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it, they did have, Oh, I don't want to jump the gun. Like I did last week. Um, yeah. Let me see if you, let me see if you wrote it down. No, you didn't write it down. So I, I will touch on it. Um, one of his RPAs, I think it was Jersey number, uh, national treasures, true, true RPA. Five hundred sixty thousand. I th- I think it was a PSA eight. Also, PSA and, uh, eight. Yeah, because well, it was I mean it was jersey number. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and the guy that it was it was Shine Shine one fifty on Instagram the uh, the infamous uh, buyer of the fake Pokemon case. He purchased it. I think it was for or no 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 no, the previous sale of of the same card. Uh, was a BGS eight five, and it sold for like sixty thousand on PWCC, like wow, like pretty recently too. So That's... yeah, pretty pretty insane increase in value uh, for jersey number for technically a lesser grade, um, depending on who you ask, but. Um, I mean, that, that's going that's going for more than any rookie, any Lamelo or Edwards rookie this year. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. Like the dude's playing excellent basketball there's you know him and him and alan iverson have been kind of going back and forth on social media which is cool um you know everyone that thinks you're like an nba coach has been chiming in saying they're not the same player the usual stuff um yeah we know how that is (laughs) yeah everyone yeah everyone's an expert in everything um but yeah uh this is an interesting one so the and i don't know if you've ran into this yourself i have the tops redemption scratch off problem. Yeah, they've been real bad, huh? Yeah. So if if people aren't familiar with it, basically, I don't remember what product it's. St- oh, I I know exactly which one it started with. It was MLS Sapphire Soccer. Um, the and it was like the big chases. His autos a redemption, and there's an issue with the redemption tickets. You'd scratch it, and the code would go along with it, so you'd completely lose your code. Um, yeah, and then you got to call in. I think you got to mail. You have to mail it in. It's 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 just a, and you know how getting tops on the phone is. It's it's like near impossible. Yeah, um, better chance of getting it into the White House or something. Yeah, you literally have to call like right when they open. Otherwise, it just their automated system tells you you're like caller four for like six hours straight. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Plays elevator music while you're frustrated on the other side. Yeah, so I don't know. You think? Maybe we kind of see something different than than a scratch, like scratch and sniff uh, code here. Maybe like a QR. They have those things that they can just do a peel off thing. As long as it's covered, yeah, you know, for when breakers pull and stuff like that, so people can't steal codes. I mean, all you gotta do is put just put a peel off sticker on it. You think they're worried about people putting the sticker back on and trying to sell it? You know, like I guess maybe like a rip card, like kind of like they do with like Allen and Ginter, maybe something like that. Yeah, um, I guess it could. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can have it where it tears away and has that void left. That's yeah. asking too much. What are we talking about? Tops isn't going to do that. They're just going to keep it the same way and just deal with problems as they come in. <laughs> Fanatics is you're going to have to go buy an NFT to get your code um, to be able to redeem it. So Maybe we'll switch to scratch and sniff redemption. So you have to sniff it out. I, I like it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, yeah, I'm trademarked it. Don't steal it, Tops. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another quote-unquote problem here. So, Sports Card Investor has the Hits app. It's a pretty cool app. I mean, 
the application wise, like it's literally TikTok, but just for like sports card polls. So they partnered yeah, with a bunch fun. of yeah, which is cool. Like it's 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 pretty much just like and you went on TikTok and searched like hashtag like sports cards. Honestly, um, so it's it's just a bunch of breakers, big breakers that they they partnered with, um, and they take all their big polls and put it as videos. So they went ahead and released Hits NFT, which was those exact videos, but uh, sold as NFTs on OpenSea. And the response was was terrible. Uh, I, I, Jay, did you watch his, his video? He actually put I did. I, I watched his, He started out kind of almost seemed like a little down in the dumps about it, but yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean... I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to do something a little bit different. I mean, with candy, NFT, NFL all day, top shot, you know, they're all kind of the same packs and, and, uh, you know, moments, quote unquote moments. So I tried something a little, di- I guess this is kind of a moment. Try something a little different. did not stick well. Um, so they only sold 20, uh, of them. And, yeah. They, they did. They did refund everyone any fees as well uh which is nice to see i mean he, he's a stand-up guy like he, yeah. he's not in, yeah he's not in it to, to you know kind of you know scam any or rug, rug pull we'll say rug yeah. pull because we're talking about nfts here um yeah get your lingo right yeah sorry about that um so <laughs> yeah i mean nice to see him that he's he's handling it i think as everyone expected him to handle it uh, um but I was never really yeah, interested in it. Yeah. You obviously didn't really have any interest in it. Sports sports with NFTs is, and we talked about this with Garrett. I, I think there needs to be a little bit more application to it to really let it boom in this space. Yeah. And he's the two together, right? Like if they could do something where, you know, you're, you're only – a holder of the digital asset if you own the physical asset or something like that i mean th- there has to be more integration to the phys- physical side i believe yeah and that's just because of the nature of the market and how sports car collectors are like they want to fit you know something physical having that card or that you know that graded card that sealed box of of cards uh it's just like i don't know it's part it's part of the collecting sports cards it's part of the feeling uh so right. the, the, the digital side is definitely cool definitely has has space um you know in sports cards but i mean i think mlb is doing it best personally mm-hmm. i i like some of the things they're doing and we and we talked about you know the stadium collection where you get the the actual print you know the framed print of all the stadiums so it'll be interesting to see how they tie it if they tie it to actual physical cards too because we've seen yeah. artwork but I wish they tie this next one to the physical card yeah, this yeah this next one would be nice. So we are underway with the, the 1952 Mickey Mantle NFT. Uh, it it started a couple of days ago, yesterday or, or Tuesday. First, so yeah, started okay. yesterday. It ends it ends what on Friday. Yeah, ends Friday at, at one Eastern. <clears throat> it's currently at 2.66 ETH uh, on OpenSea. Uh, it's a one-on-one NFT. Um, For those who don't do ETH, that's uh, it's about almost eight thousand. Yes, yep. So it's about eight thousand dollars right now. Um, where do you think it ends? 
man. I mean, it, I was way high, highly speculating it before this. I would say, based on where it's at right now, maybe around 50 to 100K. Yeah. You're, <laughs> this, is, this is pretty damn funny, but you realize it's off-center? Yeah, it is. The, yeah, the rotating victory sure is. Yeah, it's heavy on the bottom. It's heavy on the bottom. So shout yeah. out only tops could could make a PSA digital card. That's not a PSA ten. So <laughs> that's just typical though. Yeah. So and the, it's authentic. You know, it's real. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Fifty thousand seems plausible. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, tops timeless. This is going to be a collection. So this is the first one that they have. I'm going to expect to see more and more pop up. Um, so yeah. we'll, we'll see. I, I don't even know what they could do next. I mean, they started with arguably one of the most iconic uh, cards here. Um, yeah, they started with the Grail. <laughs> I'm just reading this proof of attendance badge. So, okay, so if you if you – bid on the auction uh you could redeem a one-time only event exclusive po app so proof of attendance protocol badge not really sure if that's has any application at all um maybe oh. I, it's kind of almost like pwcc if you've ever done any of their auctions um to be able to participate in extended bidding on a on a product or excuse me a card you have to like bid you know initially at, at all um so that's interesting so that'd be that'll be cool to kind of follow uh it only has 162 favorites on it um so i uh, will see maybe they'll push it a little bit more these next couple days um well you gotta you gotta take your guess where do you think it's gonna end up as soon as closer uh i'm gonna say thirty-eight thousand. okay is my guess yeah i mean it's not <laughs> If you would have, like I said, I think we talked about it in one of the podcast episodes that, I mean, this thing, who knows if it's the only one of its kind and people get hyped behind it, what does it do a million? Does it do a half million? Um, Now we're thinking under 50 K. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. It's, I mean, it's the price of like a PSA two physical card. So people are having to play around with this now since there may not be baseball. Yeah. 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 Speaking of um, fire, Rob Manfred. The main clown. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. That dude's a joke. You see him smiling after. So yeah. the opening day is canceled. The first two series of the season are canceled um, after the players rejected what the owners called their best and final offer. Um, and Rob Manfred did an interview after that meeting, the final meeting, and canceled games and had a smile on his face, was laughing. It's like, this is not a good time for baseball. Yeah, it's... It's a little rough. So basically, anyone that's not on the 40-man is still going to show up and play. So a lot of the top prospects, which which should be interesting to see how the market reacts. Um, with a lot of the guys that we're expecting to be up uh, that are going to be playing, you know, playing still. It, I mean, prospecting is arguably the biggest market in baseball. I mean, some of the top guys, yeah. <clears throat> their stuff is still, is still high. But I don't know. When I think of prospecting, I still... Think of like first Bowmans and even if they're, you know, second, third year player. Um, but that it'll be interesting to see kind of how the market goes. Cause yeah, everyone was like loading up and gearing up for, for baseball. And 
you know, we don't, we don't have baseball. Right. Um, sad, sad day. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a bummer. Um, did, and I've seen a couple people talk about this on, on Twitter, most notably my boy Ronnie. And he's made, he's made a really good point. Like they put a picture out yesterday of the MLB players that were, were at the negotiations and dude, it's hard to identify any of them. Like they have bigger issues with, with baseball yeah, than the shit they're dealing with. And one is definitely marketing their players. Like, you know, it, it all the younger gen. I mean, that's a lot. You've seen a lot of these people. I saw today, Mike Trout made a post about the younger generation of players and Anthony yeah. Rizzo, all these guys that are kind of heads of their area that basically what they're doing, they're, they're doing this for the younger generation because one of the big issues that we talked about was the service time thing and the minimum salary kind of thing. It's all these things that are affecting these young players that are trying to make it. Yeah. I mean, even the guys that are in the league, dude, there's like young guys that, you know, obviously besides Soto, Tatis, Acuna, Otani, they're like, dude, you just, they're great players, but like you, it's hard to see, like, I like know who they are. And, right. and, and Ronnie tweeted, I don't remember exactly what it said, but he's like, like, look at football. Like, these dudes are in full pads, helmets, and, like, you could go in and be like, oh, dude, that's, like, David Bakhtiari, like, uh, old lineman. Like, you just know because, like, mm-hmm. the NFL is really good at pushing their players. You know, you got right. the NFL top 100, all these awards, like. Like, combine where they're introducing, yeah. Yeah, and baseball is just not good at that nope. in at all. Um, so Yeah, they're capitalizing on them. I mean, they're, they're making money yeah. off of them. Uh, yeah, I, know, this jackass, I, I could not believe this. He was complaining about the revenue, saying that they like had decreased revenue um, since like 2019, which was like the start of the pandemic. But it was they're still averaging like a $10 billion a year revenue. It, it, he's just he's just ridiculous. He's just a puppet for these owners. Um, yeah, listen, listen to this from Trout. This is what Trout posted today. I want to play. I love the game, but I know we need to get this right. Instead of bargaining in good faith, the MLB locked us out. Instead of negotiating a fair deal, Rob canceled games. Players stand together for our game, for our fans, and for everyone that comes after us. We owe it to the next generation. Straight out, called out the commissioner. Good for him. Yeah, and he's got to. I mean, I know he doesn't really want to be in the spotlight. You know, he just wants to play baseball. But, dude, we're missing, like, prime years of some of these guys, like, which sucks, dude. Like, you're not going to get to see some of these dudes kind of, like, push – some of these records, you know, that are fabulous hitters like Soto, Tatis, like these dudes that can absolutely rake in the league. Um, and, and, you know, we've we've lost Acuna to injury, a shortened season. We've lost, you know, a season of Trout to injury. Like it just sucks all around. Like if you're if you're a fan of baseball at all. Um, right. So hopefully hopefully they get it uh, squared away sooner rather than later. But I mean, in the meantime, we do got F one coming back. Um, the Bahrain Grand Prix. I think I'm saying that right. Bahrain? Bahrain? Um, yeah, so that is, what is it, March 20th. Um, so you got, like, the practice and the qualifying and stuff a couple days before. Um, I mean, I think... You won a little bit of money recently. Did you see that? Who? Max. I mean, he's not my boy. I'm with the guy. Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton's, Hamilton's my boy. I'm with the guy. He tied your boy. Yeah, I mean, Matt Verstappen got a new forty million euro a year deal with Red Bull, which is what Hamilton's making with Mercedes. Yeah, 
I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, he deserves it. Like he's he's the face of obviously their team. Um, and he's I mean he's an excellent driver. He and you like people can't like I can't be mad at him because like it's really not his fault like what happened at the end of the season last year. Um, so I and I don't like I don't think Hamilton has any grudges against him, but it, I hope they go head to head like as as close as it was this year. Like it's just I think with any sport, it's more fun like. If you're, you know, like this always happens in the NFC East, Cowboys Eagles. It usually like comes down to the last game of the season. They're playing. Winner goes to the playoffs. Winner goes home. Like stuff like that. I think it's just better for the sport. NFL is really good at setting those up. Makes you wonder, but that's besides the point. Um, but, But yeah, it'll be an interesting season. I think there's a lot of names that people are excited to see. I mean, you got Carlos Sainz over with Ferrari now. Um, with uh, with uh, Charles Leclerc, shout out to him. Um, yeah. so that should be an interesting team because they're both pretty good drivers. So obviously, like only one person can win. So we'll see who kind of takes the lead there. Um, but yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah, the favorites are the favorites are still these two though, aren't they? Oh yeah, I yeah. think. I mean, a lot of people are excited to see George Russell, but like, I don't know how they could put Russell over. Hamilton, you know, so I think it's more of like a future play there. Uh, He's in a sophomore year. Yeah, I mean, but you never know, dude. Maybe like Hamilton just comes out and sucks. Like, maybe you didn't. You just never know with this stuff. I doubt it. He's got that sweet new car. Did you see his new new ride? Oh yeah, dude. They're good looking. Yeah, they're sick. It's always it's always interesting to see like what what they change. Like if you watched it drive to survive last year, like when Mercedes introduced their new um, steering mechanism that moved in and out to take turns. Like the response of the other teams was like, that's illegal. Like that's gotta be illegal. Um, but the, you know, the, the engineering that goes into this, I think is a side that a lot. And I really, I don't know anything about engineering cars at all. Um, Me either. But, but you could, you could tell like the precision and, and the math and, and, and whatnot that goes into this is pretty crazy. And you just, any advantage you could get, dude. If you could, if you could take that top pole position to start first, you know, that it's huge. You know, no one's in front of you. So, any advantage these guys could get that's legal, they're gonna go for. Um, so, pretty, pretty uh, interested to see what what we got this year uh, on that front. Um, yeah, and then, dude, my boy, Derek, he's gone. He's gone. He gone. Stepped down as the CEO of the Marlins. He didn't. I mean, he didn't really do anything, like at all. No. He gave the Yankees stand. I think that's like his biggest like, contribution as a CEO. I'm not, I mean, being a being a player that was a player advocate, he he served with uh, for the as uh, I know I know he's spokesperson for at least a couple of years for the players union. Yeah, uh, maybe he's caught in the middle of this of this owner player feud and just didn't want anything to do with it anymore. Yeah. It could be. He seems like a no bullshit kind of guy. Like doesn't really like want conflict. Just kind of wants to chill. He's got that look about him, though. Um, but yeah, we'll see what's next for Jeets. Um, you know, obviously one of my one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but and then the last thing we got here, I'm not too familiar with this, but Fox was sued yeah. over the new spring football, football league. That's their new. Uh, it's supposed to be in the spring, kind of, kind of like a minor league football season, kind of similar to the CFL. Okay. 
No one watches that. That was slated to start in April, and now they're being sued for, uh, I would assume, the NFL. I don't understand why. Okay, I get, like, the the need or desire for, like, a minor league for football. But, dude, the NFL is a goddamn powerhouse. Like, yeah, I, I just I, – it just won't work. Like, Well, and the other thing, too, is Fox has NFL contracts, right? I mean, they have – yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird that they would step out, especially without the at least the blessing of the NFL. Yeah, it seems kind of like someone missed something, like when they were negotiating that. They're like, "Oh yeah, like we're enough to dig into what it is." But yeah, I think you're right. Like, oh crap, we forgot about like Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, it's a little big. It's a little big mess up there. <laughs> uh, yeah. See. So, so uh, I kind of alluded to this earlier. Earlier, but uh, let's let's run through some of the big sales here. Um, that we saw, um, my boy Patty Mahomes, um, his XRC rookie, which is is from 2016 Select, so that's like the first rookie card, uh, in in football. Um, his gold prism, so that's out of ten. Um, BGS nine for 75k. Solid. Yeah, solid price. Um, that would have been a redemption in the 2016 Select product. Yeah. Which is, I, I know people go look like, oh crap, like Mahomes rookies in 2016. Then you gotta, you gotta remember it's a redemption. So those things are expired. Um, yeah, if they were still honoring it, I wonder what the difference in price between 2016 select and 2017 select. I have to assume oh, it's, it's pretty big. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's massive. Um, I actually did almost buy once. There was a tie dye redemption that was expired uh, for Mahomes that that someone had on eBay. I forget how it went for a couple thousand. You know what's funny? If you opened a box of that and you pulled a redemption for QB1 and you got all excited and then realized it was Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Dude, I saw people buying up Mitch Trubisky on Twitter. I'm yeah, not going to name well, names. Yeah, but... Vegas Dave bought up Derek Carr. So, I mean, people will buy whatever they want, I guess. But exactly. <laughs> ridiculous. Exactly. Um, this is a pretty cool one. 97 Tops Finest MJ and Boss yeah. Fractor. Uh, That's a good looking card. Yeah, BGS nine eighty five thousand. So yep. typical, typical number, no auto. That's just old school Jordan. Yeah, typical Jordan sale. Um, this is one of my favorite parallels from National Treasures, the Stars and Stripes. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow uh, at a twenty BGS nine nine, which that nine auto really does knock it down a bit. Uh, sold for ninety thousand. So weird. His auto's usually pretty clean. A lot of his autos are getting tens. Yeah, it might. I haven't seen the card, but it might have just been smudged because it's that acetate like yeah. type card on those ones. Um, this is a pretty cool one too. Seventy six Walter Payton rookie card PSA ten for uh, one hundred four thousand. That's so, impressive having a seventy six football card ten. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the cert number on it. I, was it a newer one, like recently graded? Uh, yeah, I think it was about it, based on the cert number. I think it was about a year ago. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's that is very impressive. Um, yeah. that, that's tough to do. Um, another one of my guys, fifty-two Mickey Mantle PSA six hundred fifty thousand. Haven't seen a picture of this one. Um, hundred fifty seems like. Like a pretty good price. I know PSA ones are about thirty, thirty-five. Um, do you know where eBay. this one sold? Was this it was eBay? on eBay. That was this was eBay. Yeah. Um, oh, would you rather have? Assuming the NFT one goes at at fifty, would you rather have three of those NFTs or one of the PSA sixes? 
one of the PSA sixes. I agree. Okay. Oh, it was Probstein. Oh yeah, this thing's. I mean, it's it's pretty off centered. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, it's real heavy left, if I remember wow, right. That's it's so clean though. It is really it's really really clean. Um, yeah, hundred fifty thousand. That seems right. That thing was centered it's easily over two hundred thousand. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely clean. Everything other than the center is really bad, but yeah. Um, here's another one too. Nineteen fifty eight, old old tops football. Jim Brown rookie card, eight and a half PSA. Did three hundred and sixty k. That's a lot. Impressive. I, I don't know the more. I don't know the market on that, or even how many are graded that that high. Um, I assume the pops incredibly low. For, yeah, if it's going three hundred sixty thousand. Yep. So, yeah, someone someone really wanted that card. Um, we yeah. had a we had a couple. But a couple massive pulls this week too. Just a few. Um, yeah. Shocker, late in sports cards. Um, <laughs> I know, I know they get a lot of crap for rookie you know, people thinking that they're uh, get loaded not, boxes, but not, yeah, they got a one on one National Treasures Lamelo Ball. It's not the true RPA. Nope. It's a clutch factor, so it's like a parallel. But I mean, it's still. It's still a one-on-one RPA, make it. you know, of LaMelo ball. So um, that's pretty cool. Uh, 03 upper deck LeBron James RPA out of 25 pulled on whatnot. I hope it wasn't those backyard breakers. Uh, it was not. I looked balls. it up to make sure it wasn't. <laughs> um, do you know who it was by chance or no? No, I forget. It was, uh, it was actually saw it in their ad it, that scrolling through social media. I saw it in their ad and I had to go look it up, but it it was not a it was not a huge breaker. I mean, gotta be decently sized for breaking that product, but uh, that's that's pretty damn cool. And then, uh, yeah, I'll let you I'll let you take this last one here. Yeah. So uh, we have a special guest this episode. He is our third massive poll of the week and the most massive uh, by far. Um, our guest is Brett Cominciolli, a good friend of mine. Um, we've been collecting together. He pulled the 2022 Top Series 1 First Edition Wander Franco Platinum 101, which is the chase in that product. There is a one-of-one one auto, but it is an insert auto. Um, this is the base Platinum 101 First Edition, uh, as big as it gets. Yeah, so uh, let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's switch up here, and we will uh, get Brett in and uh... – yeah, let's let's talk some Wander Franco, baby. Uh, Brett, man, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. No, thanks for having me in. I'm super pumped to be to be here. Glad you guys reached out. Yeah, it's a what a big week. Probably the biggest you've ever had in the hobby. Yeah. Yeah, huge week. Um, we'll get to this in a little bit, but it's been a whirlwind for me from the minute after I ended the video after pulling that monster of a card. It's just been insanity you just never know when something's gonna go viral like that and i've had thousands of messages texts um youtube comments and i never use my twitter and my twitter just blew up and uh and then dealing you know y'all we'll get to this in a little bit but when you're trying to deal with selling a monster card there's a lot more to it than that so i've been kind of working through that stage as well on top of everything so it's been exciting. I will say that. It's been exciting. Not, not to mention, you've been featured on quite a few major pages. Golden had you reposted. You were on Barstool Sports, which was exciting. They even had your signature Kaboom line that when you pulled it. And that was uh, that was really cool to see. Yeah, I was pumped about the Barstool when um, 
when you tagged me and sent that to me, I was like, whoa, I love Barstool. And that's when my Twitter really went nuts. Like, I mean, my phone was just ringing nonstop. So I, I enjoyed seeing it. And, uh, you know, the cool thing is, is people outside the hobby um, that I know saw it too. And they were like, whoa, this is crazy. People just don't understand how big the sports card hobby actually is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you've been in it a while, right? I mean, so Nico and I were talking, I was telling a little bit about, we, we, we've been collecting together for the last year and a half or so, but you, you've been in the hobby, started collecting young. Tell us a little bit about like what got you started and where you've come from. Yeah. I've, I've been a sports fanatic since I was a kid. Um, I really couldn't afford to buy a lot of cards, but I bought a, you know, a little bit of packs when I was a kid, I was really into, you know, Michael Jordan. And uh, so I collected lots of posters. I wish I had all those Jordan posters back in the day that I had on my wall. Um, and then when I became, uh, you know, graduated from college and got my first job, I had a little money. I'm a teacher, um, moved to Houston, Texas, and I bought a little baseball out there. I forgot what year that was. It was Heritage. They had the red and black. It was an amazing product. I fell in love with that product. Um, I've been in a NASCAR. I used to go to tons of NASCAR races. I've gotten lots of autos and, and die cast cars. So I've always liked that stuff, but I never really got into like buying tons of sports cards until after I got divorced in 2015, I walked into a store and the Cubs were hot and I bought my first box and literally things have changed for me since then. It's such a great, that's kind of how I got into buying and it's, led to buying a little and then it became a lot and then it became a lot more and um and it led to this there was a long process and you know it's crazy how you got here it's a huge pull but there's a lot of backstory be you know behind that where it just didn't happen overnight you know right yeah well uh you've had some big pulls right i mean we we're talking nico and i we both got obviously we're all montgomery club members in here um, so we, we shout got our box. Shout out to the 5A2. Yeah, 5A2, shout out. Um, I think all three of us did something a little bit different with it. I I, I moved mine pretty quick, um, you know, which is I didn't know how well this product would do. I underestimated a little bit. Um, Nico, I think you stashed yours, right? Yeah, mine still has yet to show up. I think it's going to be here tomorrow. But, um, I yeah, I think I'm just going to put it. I mean, I know, like, it's like, oh, the biggest hit's gone. But – I, I mean, there's a ton. There's a ton. Lot, yeah, thanks, Brett. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Ruined my box price, but uh, no. I mean, there's a ton of other hits in there. Uh, I, I think, I think Jake, we probably have similar feelings on on Wander as a player. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he kid's an absolute stud, and I think he he uh, you know that hitting streak. I, I think it was pretty cool. I think he kind of lived up um, so far to to some of the hype he had, which is tough to do. Like we saw Kalenic really struggle to to kind of live up to some of his hype. And so far, I mean, Wander's, Wander's done that. So, um, yeah, I think for now, and who knows, if prices get, like, even crazier than they are right now, maybe I'll sell it. But, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to stash it away. I mean, I'm, I only have one. Yeah, I, got, I moved mine. You stashed yours. Brett decided to rip. Um, one of those was an unbelievable idea. Uh, but yeah. Wander Franco has been, obviously, we talked about prevalent in the hobby since 2019. Brett, that's kind of when we met and, and started going around looking for mega boxes and that was Wander's year. Um, back then when you were opening 2019 Bowman looking for Wander first, did you ever imagine that this was something like this was possible? No, you always dream of pulling like the premier card out of a product, but 
you, you, you know, it, the odds are against you and especially now, but you know, I think that's one of the reasons I opened that this product knowing that it was printed a lot less, you know, with sev- around 7,000 to 7,500 boxes. Sure. And, um, again, for me, I've kind of got a theory of why I, why I open it. Cause I love baseball. Um, I was into that product for, you know, way less than if, you know, I don't, I would never buy that box for a thousand bucks personally. Um, so that makes it easy. Plus the YouTube channel kind of influences too. Sure. And, um, but to, to dream upon that card, uh, again, it's like I'm still in shock in, in certain ways, and I had no idea that was the one-on-one card. I really, yeah. I, people I, ask me if I was playing. I had, I did not think that was the one-on-one card. Um, I, yeah, you just like I thought it was like, a parallel oh. with the stars, <laughs> like like an Independence yeah, Day. When I, I knew it was a parallel. Yeah, I actually when I saw the stars, that's what came. I'm like, man, this is gonna be numbers. It's gonna be the seventy-six. I've seen enough Independence Day parallels, and I'm like. And when I turned around, I was truly shocked. I was like, oh, man, I mean, you guys saw my reaction. I've had so many messages about people like, you know, people like love that reaction. And it's like, oh, it was genuine. You know, I can't I can't replicate that. You can see it in your hands a little bit, too. You're, it was it was just it's impossible not to shake. And, and, and it's almost like a happy panic. I, I like I like your logic, though, with it, like. I, it was, you know, yeah, go ahead, Brett. Yeah. I, it's, you know, when I, I, when I pulled it and I had it in my hand, I was like, I had an adrenaline rush. I mean, it was, you, you don't feel that too often when you're opening cards. I just, it like just hit you like, Oh my gosh. And your, my heart rate was rolling and I was shaking. I was trying to take it easy with the card. Um, and I was struggling to get in the sleeves into the sleeve. I, I I will say this about that too. There's people who have commented here and there, and I try to stay away from negativity. I did not damage that card any worse than it was. One of the reasons it wouldn't go in the sleeve is because that that if you go back and watch it on, because uh, I've watched it on YouTube on a big screen TV, that corner was damaged a little bit, and uh, so but I was nervous and I was struggling, but I had to put it down, man. I was like, holy crap, this is a monster. Anyone would have been there. Yeah, obviously, Nico, do you read through any of the social media comments? I mean, you're going to yeah. naturally when you pull that, you're, you drew the attention of the whole hobby, so you're going to find trolls out there and and the people that are just jealous that they're not the ones that got it. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, Nico said he's willing to make you a ten grand offer on it right now. <laughs> but I think that's a little low. That might be a little low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing that shocks me the most is that a card came out of a Topps product, somewhat damaged. You just you just don't yeah. see that. You, know, you, just, like you just don't see that from them. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Brett, what was what was your biggest pull, like to date before that? Like, did you pull any like super fractors um, or, or like anything else? I mean, it, out of the box, I pulled a out of uh, tops um, from Sapphire Soccer. I pulled an Erling Holland out of ninety nine yellow. That's pretty. And cool. that was a big card. I sold that as a PSA nine for five k, but. The difference with that one is, is I had I didn't really know Erling Holland and I didn't know his values were that big. Um, again, I did I you know when I pulled it, I didn't think it was that big. Um, another card that I had in my possession was a 2019 Top Series two Fernando Tatis Jr. Independence Day. But again, when I pulled it, I wasn't on camera, and 
Tatis wasn't that big when I was when that product came out. You know, his name was out there, but it wasn't like yeah, it was all about so, the at the time. Yeah, and there and I I pulled a few other bigger cards, but not I mean nothing compares to this one. Um, the one of my funnest openings that I've ever had um, outside of this one is I had purchased some uh, 2019 Top Series two hanger boxes on the second um, on eBay and opened those for my first live opening on YouTube and pulled two gold Tatis numbered cards out of those, I think it was 18 boxes. And that was crazy too. So I've had some good openings, but I mean, I don't know what the value is on this card, but it's by far, it's not, it's not even going to be close to what I've pulled to date. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it, it's a, like you said, the odds are against you to pull the card from a product. Like this is the card. And, and you mentioned, you know, there weren't a lot of boxes. There's only, I think it's like 6,000 base cards of each player. So, I mean, if there was a box to open with this big of a chase, uh, th- I think this is the way, like if you got it at, at cost at, at three fifty, um, this is the box to open. Uh, you know, if you're willing to kind of like look past that, that profit from the box itself, um, which is also kind of why I want to stash mine away. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll get that urge to, to open it one day, but, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty big. Jake, what's, what was your biggest pull? I don't know if I've ever asked you. Man, we can pull good cards. <laughs> I get, I get good cards pulled for me in breaks once in a while. I think I'm trying to think the biggest, um, I, I did pull a, I did pull a, uh, Eloy Jimenez rookie out of 2019 Series 2 Black, which was fun. Um, although his market's not taken off like we thought it would. Uh, you know what? I did pull. I had a I had a green out of 99 Otani out of uh, 2018 Chrome, but at the time Otani's market was not near what it was now. So yeah, I wish I would have had that card back. Um, Brett, you also didn't. You, Brett, you had a was it in a break or did you pull it yourself? You you had a wander. Uh, was it an atomic auto or spec? Yeah, auto yeah, it was the cracked moment? ice atomic. Um, oh, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, Brad, Brad at Underground Case Breaks pulled that on, um, like opening week of Bowman draft. I hit that one right away, and it's so I've had a couple nice cards there, and it's You're the, the hobby's magnet. so fun. Yeah, yeah, I wish, I wish, uh, I wish we could go back to uh, 2019 and buy all the Bowman draft we could. <laughs> Are you are you done opening series one now? Is that it? Um, I have I I actually have a couple. I had a dream the other night that I opened up a blaster box and pulled the platinum one of one wander. Oh, How amazing would that be? But uh, <laughs> you know that's never gonna happen with as much as they made of series one. But I got a couple hobby boxes from Tops that I'd like to open, and um, I I usually go balls to the wall on flagship products, but they made a lot of this product, and that really. Again, that was one of the reasons I opened the first edition because it, it's new. It's a new product, and it's short. It's it's wit printed so way less than all these other products. Yeah, I'm really I'm really concerned about going forward. You know, with series two and update with the same kind of thing. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just they got the printers on and they're not shutting them off. That's that's for sure. Um, do you think if you end up pulling the super fractor out of Chrome, then we know something's up? Oh my god! <laughs> it, it'll go. It'll go from tops of sending Phil Hughes uh, loaded boxes to uh, tops of sending Brett loaded boxes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, 
tell us, tell us, Brett, what do you, uh, what's the, do you have plans for the card? Uh, do you have anything set in stone yet or any ideas of what you're going to do with it? I do have plans and I, I, that's what was, it was not stressful. It was exciting, which, you know, again, going back to this, when you always think about pulling the monster card, but then there's a lot of different ways you can sell it. And I was like, I don't want to sell this card on eBay for personal reasons. I don't really trust. Um, I've been kind of an eBay hater and got off eBay about a year ago. Um, so I was looking at that route. And then I was looking at some private sellers, but I, I decided to send it to golden auction. So they have it already. And they're going to grade it with PSA. So I don't have to deal with that. I did not want to ship it to PSA myself and then have it shipped back. Right. So it goes out to California, back to Illinois. And then next thing you know, if you're shipping out to golden and New Jersey. So it's just too many. It's in the plane too much. Too much can happen to a card that big going back and forth. I, I wanted to get it taken care of it and get it in their hands. So uh, golden auctions has it. And, um, did they give you some sort of timeline or something like what, when they should have it graded and what, what, where, when the auction will be or. Um, so the auction should be either late March or kind of early to, to middle of uh, April. Okay. Cause they usually do a monster auction to kind of kick off the baseball season. Now, you know, with the lockout and all that stuff, who knows what's going to happen, but it should be coming up in the next, you know, three to five weeks, let's say. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what grade it is. I'm predicting that card gets an eight for a grade. Um, Jake knows, but a lot of people don't know. You know, I, I've graded over 1,500 cards in the last year, so I've got a decent eye, not perfect, but I do believe this is probably going to get a PSA eight. I mean, yeah, I don't, know. I, don't, I don't think that would hurt it too much, to be honest. I mean, no, no I don't think so. I'll get another one. Exactly. Did you consider maybe just getting it authenticated or, or do you think that, you know, just getting when it they, to help more? So when I talked to Golden, they said they, they had, you know, they, they have a relationship with uh, PSA and they don't, they didn't tell me I had to grade it with PSA, but they, they want to get it graded with PSA. Um, I think they have a partnership. I actually, another thing too, is I had people reaching out. I had other entities reaching out to me during this process which is crazy um beckett contacted me and said that they would grade the card for free um i had a couple other auction houses contact me about having it in their auction too um i had a few other offers on the card nothing i mean it's hard to it's hard to tell how serious people are on the internet you know yeah, but give us a couple numbers if you don't, unless you don't want to. But what kind of offers were you getting on on social media? The the highest was fifty k. Um, again, I don't know how legit that is. I did get one that I know from a legit person at thirty k. Um, but again, I would rather just take my chance at auction and see where it yeah. rides. Because I mean, guys, this card at, we can all talk about the value. You know, some people, you know, think it's a a $250,000 card. Some people think it's a 25,000 card. Nobody really knows until it goes to auction and see what somebody's willing to pay for it. I would not be surprised either way. I would not be surprised at 20,000 and I wouldn't be surprised if it went for 250,000. You just, you don't know. Yeah. I, I think, I think just the sole reason that 
there's a really slim chance that his Platinum 101 gets pulled from regular Series series 1. Cause just because there's so much of it. That, oh, much of it. <laughs> yeah, that it, someone's going to want this card, and they're going to go after it. I think there's going to be a few people going after it, so... I, I think it's I think it'll I think it's gonna blow past that thirty thousand in my opinion, I, Jake. I, I don't know what your what your thoughts are. I, I think it hits yeah. six figures honestly. Yeah, I think I, I was thinking the other day. I was like, I bet you it ends up right around in between one one hundred to one fifty somewhere in that yep. range. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Man, that. we should we should do we should do like a pool, put up a <laughs> put up a pool and see who gets the closest. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> but I I. I've been mulling back and forth with like the product, you know, it's a first time product and I'm interested to see how I have not looked at any, e- I've not had time to sit down. Usually like when a product comes out, I'll get on eBay and start looking through the solds of this product. I've not looked at any solds of this product because I've literally been on the phone and replying to emails and texts and messages and making, it's been nuts, but I would, I want, I, I would like to see how the hobby adopts this product being a first i believe it helps the product like i I almost think it's better than the typical series one but you don't know how the hobby is going to react to it you know is is this first wander platinum you know just equally or a little bit less than the platinum i personally would rather have the platinum out of series one regular series one but i don't think this one is is that much lower but we'll see what the market decides, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a chance that as much as they made that the Platinum 101 out of Series 1 never gets pulled. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> the box forever. I think, I think something that really helps Series 1 First Edition is the fact that Series 1 is a paper product. So with Bowman, you know, it's all about the Chrome cards and the Chrome autos. So it's like, oh, this this is just a paper product, like Bowman First Edition. Like, who the hell is going to want this? Series 1 is a paper product. So the fact that we have Series 1 First Edition's paper product, I think it I think it helps, um, you know, that, that we're not taking a chrome and now we're turning it into paper kind of thing. Um, so I think it'll I think it'll hold up well long term, uh, you know, for the singles and, and just for the fact of, you know, the, the little print runs, which everyone, you see the word print run and it's like, you know, everyone just gets all hot and heavy about it. Um, so I think it's going to help for sure. Yeah. The, the we were talking about goal- the other day. It's, it's a good problem to have when your biggest problem is figuring out what you want to do with your possible six-figure card. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Never uh, a bad thing. That's exciting. So what are your uh, – when you get the, the auction results and, and, and you get that stuff, are you going to – Invest some of it back in the hobby. You're gonna you're gonna pay off your house. I know on the I know on the live video, you said this might pay off my house. I think you might be right. Yeah, I I it, it really just depends on how much it sells for. Um, I've lived again. A lot of people don't know this. Like people are like they can't believe I'm a teacher. If you watch my YouTube video and see what I've done, is they they don't believe that I'm a teacher that buying that much cards. But um, if this is a hundred thousand uh, dollar um card i will definitely pay off my house because i i owe about 60 on it again i live very modest lifestyle I, it's not like i'm wearing a rolex and i'm i drive a honda pilot you know it's a great car and i have a good time but i, I will pay off the house that's that's my plan i would love to just have no debt have no car payment no house payment and just and then again i'm gonna keep buying some cards here and there 
um, you, we all have our, that's why the hobby's cool too. In my opinion, I could talk about the hobby all day is we're all different collectors at heart. You know, some people collect certain sports and all sports. Some people collect sealed product and put it away. Um, I liked open baseball and to be able to keep opening product as much as I have, I have to sell some cards, plain and simple. Right. And, and part of that was grading cards and really getting a good amount and then just keep the flow going, you know, sell a bunch of graded cards, buy a bunch of product, hit huge cards, keep what you want a PC and then keep the wheels turning. So without being able to grade cards and, and with that value, I don't really want to put as much. I don't want to be buying as much product as I was. Cause I mean, Jake, you know, I opened up a ton of series one last year and had a great time doing it. I'm not doing that this year because you're never going to dig out of, you're not going to break it. Like that's been my goal in the hobby is okay. I'm going to, I want to open stuff for free, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you, I've, well, I've been, you know what have been cool to do with this card is do the Logan Paul, get it graded and wear it around your neck, like a necklace to the neck. <laughs> Yeah. For some reason, I, Brett doesn't come across like that kind of guy. But no, <laughs> if if I I actually talked to a friend about this is the one reason I did want to grade it myself and kind of get it in my possession is to do a few more videos and get some content out of it. But you guys see my YouTube channel. I've said it before. It's amateur hour at its best. Yep. I go live, let it roll, produce it. I don't edit my videos. What you see is what you get. So. I mean, I got 3,000 subscribers, you know, does that bring in a few hundred more? It's like, you know, I just don't want to risk this to just do a couple more episodes with it. Sure. Um, but I wouldn't mind doing like a watch party or something like that on the auction to see what it goes for. Yeah, um, cool. You know, something like you that. But... On it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe early on with the, the beginning bids, but I don't know when it gets a little high, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Brett, I, I, you know, we this is the first time we've we've spoken, but I mean, I saw so many tweets. Couldn't happen to a better guy. So that's that's really awesome, man. That you that you that you hit it. So it's nice to see, uh, you know, someone that's you know, really into ripping and, and collecting, hit hit the big one. Um, and you know, to be able to like you know have someone that has a social media presence also hit it is cool because I think that's a big part of of the hobby today. Uh, you know, Twitter, YouTube all that stuff. So, um, yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah. So yeah, I really, I really appreciate that. One, one thing to go with that before, before we go farther is I have nothing. I love breakers. I get in breaks all the time too. Um, one of my pet peeves though, is when the breakers kind of, uh, brag about that. They pull all the biggest fire, you know? I mean, when you're opening up 10 cases of cards a week or a day, you're going to pull fire. So, as a personal breaker, when I pull it, I mean, heck, man, when I pull a hundred dollar card, I'm pumped, you know. So, being being a personal breaker, not have anybody, no, nobody funds what I open. Every single penny that I open is my money, and nobody can take that away from me. So, I'm genuine with my comments. Um, I feel like I'm talking to my friends on my YouTube, which they are, and I've met some of the subscribers that I would consider, you know my friends, because I, I, I'm not a business. I'm a person. I, um, 
I go to card shows, I talk to people and, and it's in my nature as a, you know, as a teacher to get personal and get to know people, not judge people until you, you know, until you really know them. And, uh, so yeah. I, pre- I really appreciate that comment. Well, again, we, we very much appreciate you coming on with us, man. Congratulations again. Do us a favor. Tell us where we can find you, where the listeners can find you to plug your YouTube, where they can go watch the video and your upcoming stuff. Yeah, I use my personal name on my uh, YouTube channel. It's Brett, B-R-E-T-T, like isn't Brett Favre. And then my last name's Common Soli, C-O-M-I-N-C-I-O-L-I. So that's my YouTube. It's If I would have predicted this, I would have had a YouTube channel name that was a lot easier to say. But <laughs> again, it's my it's my personal account, and that's how I started it. And I, I think you gotta, I you got to change it to Wandermania now. I think wonder <laughs> mania. Hey yeah. man, I was, that's the funny thing is, is I knew this year I was last fall when, when I knew Wander's card was going to be in here. Every time I went on, I was like, this is wonder mania, wonder mania. I've been talking about wonder mania. You, I knew series one was going to be hot, but even with regular series one, I can't believe how fast And as much as they printed, I can't believe how fast that stuff is flying off the shelf and the price of hobby boxes is crazy with so the demand is there which is i would have never guessed with one player in the product it's wild exciting well we'll have to have you back on again uh when you got your uh lambo money or your house money or whatever you decide to do with all that cash that you're about to get man we'll have you back on and uh oh, yeah. if, if you're not too famous for us by then yeah <laughs> i really appreciate it guys and you guys keep up the grind on the on, on the podcast i really Thanks again, and you guys have a good one, okay? You too, man. Congrats again. Thanks, Brett. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye. See you guys.